What's up, bros? This is the All Bros Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Albers. And I am Jonathan Rose. We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. This week on the podcast, we will be talking about um, Fox moving the dates of some of its movies, some for the good, some not. And then we will get into... That's our only news item. Yeah, that's all we got. (laughs) Then we'll get into our review of Coco, and then after that, we will get into our review of The Last Jedi. So, Rose, you know more about this Fox thing than I do, so... Uh, I don't really know. I mean, like, I really just know what the tagline says, but um, basically... Fox has moved Deadpool 2 up by two weeks, so it will come out now May 18th of this year. And then Gambit has once again been pushed back, and also New Mutants has been pushed back to 2019. I don't exactly know what Gambit has been pushed back to, um, so... Well, they haven't even started recording or, no, they haven't. or filming or um, anything. I think the writer, of the, the writer that was supposed to write the script just quit. What? I think so. Don't, don't quote me on that. I think so. Do you think Gambit's an interesting enough character for his own movie? I think so, and I think Channing Tatum, I, I, I applaud him so much for still staying on this project, considering how many times it's been shuffled around. That's commitment, dude. Yeah, that is straight-up commitment. Um, I think he can do a very good job as Gambit, so I'm, I'm still excited for it. So if this was a Fox move, wouldn't Disney be the one producing Gambit now? I think so. So Gambit's going to be the technically the first not... Actually, I can't say not MCU character. He's going to be the first X-Men character in the world, maybe in the world of the MCU. That That is true, I think. If they decide to go that yeah. route or they might just go the route that Fox was going and then just continue from there. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. And New Mutants was supposed to be an X-Men horror movie. Yes. Right? Yeah. I thought they were done with filming that. I guess not. Have you seen the trailers for it? No. They already have a trailer released and everything. Oh, really? Um, oh, speaking of... I'm sorry, this is like totally going off way off topic. Did you see the uh, Teen Titans go to the movies? Oh That's my gosh, true. dude. That uh, movie doesn't need to happen. No, it does not. <laughs> seriously, your tagline is if Aquaman can get a movie, anyone can. Dude. That's so retarded. That's bullshit. Yeah. And of course you show the shitty Aquaman. Yeah, and also you have to have that fart joke in there. That's what ruined it for me. Dude, just... Robin ruined it for me. As soon as I saw it, I was just like, wait, I thought this was a joke. Like, you're seriously making a movie about Teen Titans Go? Yeah. Like, a live-action Teen Titans movie would have been better? Or I wish they would have just gone back to the original and just do Teen Titans. Yeah. That animation was great. Yeah, that was, like, perfect. It was, like, more uh, anime-style animation, but... Didn't they have the same voice actors who did the voices for Teen Titans come back for Teen Titans Go? Yep. I would have probably quit after the first episode. I know. I've been <laughs> like, are you shitting me? This is where you're taking us? The Wonder Woman bit was funny. I'll give them that. Okay. Wonder Woman was That was, was pretty good. funny. 
yeah, dude, but know. like the whole the superhero movie to end all superhero movies, hopefully. I'm like, no, no f you. Right. <laughs> it's got so many dislikes. Like someone posted on uh, when I was posted on Facebook in the comments, they were I grew up with the Teen Titans, like reading the comic books, and I just feel ashamed now. Yeah. Right. Like, I grew up watching the show. Yeah, me too. Even, like, the reruns, dude. Like, I never watched reruns. But I would watch the reruns of that, like, that all the time. that show? It was really good. And then Teen Titans Go! comes out. And I will admit, they do have some funny bits. But not a lot. I've only seen, like, probably... I just bit my tongue. Um, <laughs> seen, like, only, like, five episodes. I'm not... Still not that impressed. Ugh. It's... They have good bits. They have their good moments. Yeah. Not all episodes are good. Yeah. But I, I hope that the Titans can be redeemed by the live-action Titans show coming out. I hope so, too. And they're doing a lot of uh, different characters. They're doing... I know Raven and Starfire are supposed to be in it. I haven't seen any pictures of them yet. They There have been two pictures released of three different characters. The first one was Robin, which yeah. I believe yeah, I showed about, you. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and then the uh, second one was a picture of Hawk and Dove. I do you know those characters at all? I th- no, uh uh-uh. uh, never heard of them. Okay, well I don't know very much about them either. I've only heard but, of Hawkman and Hawk Girl. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's they're completely different. Um, they're kind of like a uh, uh, what word am I? They're more of a brother-sister relationship kind of thing, I'm assuming, from the pictures that I saw. Okay. I googled Hawk and Dove, and the the costume design for the live action yeah. is really good. Sweet. Like, it's really good. Cool. Like, I give props to whoever designed the costumes, because they're pretty... They're, they stay true to the comics, but they are, like, super realistic, too. Okay. Kind of like it was, it's like what you want. Yeah, it's kind of imagine like the uh, the Robin costume. Oh, okay. It's kind of like that. It's as comic book accurate as that Robin outfit. Okay, cool. Which I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. And if you can make a a comic book costume not look ridiculous, yeah. It's not the biggest fan of the hair. No, yeah. the hair dude, it just pulls me out of it. Yeah. Anyway, how did we get from that from Fox? Oh, because I brought up the Teen, uh, teen Titans Go to the movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so going back, <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm happy that Deadpool 2 moved up. Yeah, me too. I've, I want to see that movie so bad. Um, not as bad as Infinity War, of Not course, as bad as Infinity War, but that, I think that's good. would be a good hold-off movie. Yeah. Just kind of to be like, get you pumped for Infinity War. I mean, even though I'm super pumped for it. It comes out after Infinity War. comes out after? Yeah, Infinity War comes out May 4th. I think, yeah, May 4th. Son of a bitch. Um, Yeah. So, it comes out May 4th. Yes. Confirmed? Confirmed? Confirmed, yes. Sweet. Yeah, okay. So, if Deadpool comes out that, then... Do you think Infinity War is going to lose any 
um, any v lose views when Deadpool I, 2 comes out? I don't think so. Maybe a little bit, but not that much. You don't see it losing I that much? I don't really, like, I... I don't know, I see Infinity War sticking at the top of the box office for at least three to four weeks. Maybe yeah. three. Hopefully three. four. That seems fair. Um, what movie... Oh, no. So Last Jedi got bumped from the top of the box office and got replaced by Jumanji. It did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they switched. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how... Uh, Disney had to say about that. Sony actually beat them at the box office. That's, that's the new thing. Yeah. <laughs> because Sony's finally like, oh, this is what a good movie looks yeah. like. <laughs> is Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, that their movie was... Very good movie, by the I, way. Even though you haven't seen it yet, Jumanji, yeah. Welcome to the Jungle. Very good. I really liked it. Yeah, I, I need to see it. Yeah, you do. Okay, so you got any other... News? Nope. No? I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing either. Nothing to... Nothing either? Yeah. So, with that, let's jump right into our... All Bros Breakdown. Yeah. I don't know why I just... What was that? I don't know. Come on. Be better. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Because you sound like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Everyone knows Kool-Aid. Please tell me you like Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's okay. It's not my favorite. Okay, it's not my favorite either, but you, you at least like it. Yeah, I like it. Okay, alright. Just make sure. <laughs> About to have a problem there. Anyway, off the topic of Kool-Aid, let's get into our first review of Coco. Ooh, my favorite movie of 2017. I totally swear my words there. <laughs> okay. So, let's first cover the soundtrack. I really liked the soundtrack. You just liked it. You didn't love it. I, well, I did I did like it. Just my like favorite it. song, though, yeah. was Un Poco Loco. Yeah, that was a really good. One. I don't do. I can't get that song out of my head. When right. I like sing it, I'm just like, like I hum it, really? and then it's just kind of like, oh shit, it's in my head now. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's. Oh, first off, spoiler alert. Oh. Our our spoilers are full of our our reviews. reviews our reviews. Are... <laughs> our spoilers are full of reviews. <laughs> Our reviews are full of spoilers. Uh, we took English, we swear. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, so... Warning. Yeah. But soundtrack, I thought was amazing. Yes. Remember Me was a really good song. I didn't feel for the lyrics. The, at least the English ones. Okay. The, I, like, I've, I listened to both the Spanish versions and the English versions. I haven't listened to the Spanish yet. I need to. Okay. You need to listen to the Un Poco Loco okay. in the Spanish. So much better. Okay, have they done um, Proud Chorus, Corazon uh, in Spanish? Which one was that? That's the ending song. The one with the grandma? Yeah, like when she's walking with her mama and papa into... Because uh, uh, that's probably my favorite. I don't I know. I love that song. I don't know if they did that one in Spanish. They, I bet I'm they sure did. they did. They yeah. have... 
Spanish first and English versions of like all the songs. I just want to see this movie in Spanish. Like I, I don't care that I'm not gonna understand a word. I just want to see it. I think it'd be really cool. I think you could get away with just watching or listening to the Spanish soundtrack. Okay. Which it's, it's on Spotify. So. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Or it, I'm sure it's on YouTube too. Yeah, it's on YouTube yeah. too. So I'll do that tonight. Yeah. So I liked the Spanish version of it. Okay. A little better than I liked the English. Okay. Remember Me felt like a much better song in Spanish. Really? Yeah. Cool. Like, I like the English version, but, so like, a lot of the... Uh, do don't ask me. Say, oh, you don't <laughs> remember how to say Remember Me in Spanish? Nope. Come on, man. You're part Spanish. I'm part. I'm not that part. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, get learning. Get learning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm not going to learn Spanish. I'm too lazy. Your mom's going to be so disappointed. My mom doesn't know Spanish either, so suck it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's my grandma that's going to be disappointed. Yeah. But that disappointment's going to come down two generations. <laughs> so I get, like, just a lesser disappointment. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack was fantastic. But, like I said, I much prefer the Spanish version. You need to listen to it, too. Yes. So get back to us next week with that. Yes, sir. Um. I saluted with the wrong hand. I'm sorry. Did you? Yeah, you did. All right. What about characters and development? So let's start out with, obviously, our main character, Miguel. Um, I thought he was great. Uh, especially the kid that uh, played him. Uh, he was very talented, especially with... Because uh, uh, I think voice acting can be very hard... The way he portrayed some of like the emotion, especially towards the ending, and um, there's like there's a scene towards like the beginning, and it's just like one line that he says, um, and it's when uh, his family like finds out that he's actually been playing music secretly, and um, oh, oh my goodness, um, Abuelita, Abuelita, right? Close enough, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll get it eventually. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna get be any better. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, her, her, hers, his Obelita basically like smashes his guitar, and you know she's like, you know, no more music. That's that's against our family, and she's just like, hey, you know, you'll feel a lot better, you know, when you spend. Dia, I'm gonna butcher this so bad. Dia de los Muertos. How was that? That was super shitty. <laughs> Dang it. Ah, I'm gonna get this. Just say Day of the Dead, gringo. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. No, I'm gonna get that word down. Um, she says, like, you know, oh, you'll have, you know, you'll feel a lot better when you spend this holiday with us. And the way that, like, it's just a simple line, I, you know, I don't want to be a part of this family, but just the way that he, like, conveys it, I know it's a very simple saying, but, like, just the way he says it and the animation during it, like, I got, like, a very sad yeah, that was a heart wrenching moment. Um, it's like I, really sad to like see that his family doesn't want to encourage him to follow his dreams at that moment. Yeah, but near the end, you kind of understand yeah. where they were coming from. Yeah, but, but at the at same that time, moment, you didn't. Yeah, you're just kind of like they hate music. No yeah. one hates music. Yeah. Um, like Ernesto de la Cruz says, never underestimate the power of music. True. Yeah. Quotes to remember. Yeah. Even though he turns out to be quite an asshole. <laughs> we gave a spoiler uh, warning, right? Yeah, we did. Okay, yeah. So if you yeah. weren't expecting that, 
that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's an asshole. Yeah. Straight up. Um, I agree with you. Miguel's progression was very good. I think he gained a lot of understanding about the Day of the Dead. Yeah. I'm not even going to attempt <laughs> it right now. And his relationship between... I mean, this is the, I'm assuming this is the next character we're going to talk about, but his relationship with Hector, who actually turned... Well, do we want to, like, say that? Not yet. Okay. All right. His relationship with Hector, I love how it uh, transforms throughout the movie, so that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think his whole experience being in the world of the dead definitely taught him more and more about the importance of family. remembering yeah, and remembering family. family. Um, I'm trying to think of like a particular moment that it stuck out to me. I don't know why I'm forgetting it. Um, but there were a lot of scenes where like you said there was a lot of emotion portrayed through the voice. Yeah. Um, so I think his character development built a lot especially near the ending when he was teaching his young uh, sister? Yeah, yeah, his, yeah sister. his sister. About Day of the Dead. Yeah. Um, this movie particularly he didn't have very much of a relationship with his parents in this. He didn't. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. I mean it's not a little bit. not uncommon for a Disney movie to not have parents in it. Yeah. But both of his parents were in this and we didn't see very much of them. Well, I mean yeah, I guess you saw more of his Wow, that was very loud. Yeah. Um you saw more of his Abuelita more than his uh parents. Um but I mean in a sense it makes sense because Pixar wanted the movie really to focus on like the Maybe extended family. Yeah, like the land of the dead. Yeah. And that totally makes sense to me. Um, next character we'll talk about is Hector. Yes. Um, I think... I did not see the twist of, spoiler alert, Hector being Miguel's gra real grandfather. I didn't either. Until later in the movie. I actually, I actually did not see it until he said it. Are you shitting me? It took yeah. you that long? Yeah. Cause I was, I don't know why. Maybe I was just so into the movie that like it never like came to my mind that that yeah. But I don't know. Like I should have probably caught on that it was most likely him because like when Ernesto was like talking about like how like uh like how he had to leave like. When Miguel was asking him, like, how was it, you know, like, when he had to leave your family behind for all of this, and he doesn't really bat an eye about it, I think Miguel would have been like, well, wait, your your wife is a successful shoemaker, I think you should be batting more than, you know, you should be, s what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. You think he... Epic fail. Yeah, I know, right? Like, okay, that yeah. was hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to take over? Yeah. With Hector, I did not see the that twist coming until this scene after they sang Un Poco Loco. 
when it was kind of like I need to get my grandfather's blessing and I was just kind of like probably him like I had my suspicions and it was just confirmed and I was just like yeah but from I liked how they did it where they were in that well together yeah. and then they kind of were able to piece it together yeah that was really cool like it, it makes sense that you're just kind of like oh there's this random dude but as a viewer you could tell yeah um, and I think the whole like the what is clo- like how his clothes were different um, the more raggedy yeah, definitely yeah. like pushed it out of your your mind yeah I think if you would have seen him in that clothes you're just like oh there yeah. he is yeah. <laughs> it's like looking back I'm like how did I not notice that that was Hector just like like cause just Ernesto is like very very bulky and Hector is very He's pretty skinny. I think there was some um, manipulation in that. I think they made the picture look a little more bulky. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, middle. That's Between true. Miguel, or not Miguel, Hector between Hector and, and Ernesto. Ernesto. That's true. Good point. Yeah, so that definitely threw you off. Um, what about uh, Ernesto? He's the next biggest. One of the biggest assholes in Pixar history. He's up there with freaking Hans. Yeah. Hans. From Frozen? That's not Pixar. That's Disney. Son of a bitch. You're going to get this. No, I won't. Yes, you will. You're the animation style is super similar. But it's different. It's different. Sorry. This is bullshit. <laughs> um, but this was probably... This is like major spoiler. This is probably... I think the darkest death it's, that Pixar's ever done. It's, as far as I'm aware, the only death that Pixar's ever shown. That's true, yeah. This is the only death that yeah, Pixar's shown. Um, if you don't know, towards the ending of Coco, um, Miguel starts to... Kind of, so it's Hector... Ernesto and Miguel in this one room and Hector's, you know, like, talking about how, like, he would, you know, like, you kept me trying, you kept trying to get me to stay, but I wanted to go to my, home to my family, and, you know, like, you you know, we had a toast, and, you know, I shouldn't have ate that something, and Miguel's thinking, well, wait, in the movie, when you, when the two guys had a toast, turns out the drink was poison, and he finally puts it together, holy shit, Ernesto poisoned Hector. Yeah, Ernesto's not the sharpest tool in the shed. No, he's not. Like, who makes a show about the way you killed someone? <laughs> right? Freaking dingbat. <laughs> <laughs> you were just asking yeah. to get caught. <laughs> Saddest part is, like, when Hector gets dragged off, you just hear him screaming, I just wanted to go home. So heart-wrenching. Ah! Yeah, that movie, part. movie, The Feels. Yeah. The Feels were strong with this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... He did, I he put him it. up there with the prospector. Okay, good job. Ah, you got a villain right. <laughs> good job. Um, but his singing voice was incredible. So it's pretty good. That's about all I got. Even though you didn't get to hear him sing a lot. Yeah. It was kind of short little bits, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, until Remember Me. Yeah, and that was towards it, the beginning. Yeah, because so. you see or you hear him sing that little short song, the Juanita song. He doesn't sing that. Hector sings that one. Everyone knows Juanita? Yeah. That's Hector. I he thought sing- we were talking about Hector. I thought we were still talking about her- Ernesto? Yeah, we moved to Ernesto. Okay. Why did I think we were... Okay, never mind. Don't listen to me. 
I mean, but that was a very sad moment too. Yeah. When but Victor you plays hear, that song. yeah, you hear Ernesto playing a, or singing a lot more than. Uh, what is it gonna say? What? You you hear Ernesto singing a lot more than Hector. Yeah, that's true. Um, you hear him at the beginning, uh, but a lot of his stuff's just acting. Yeah. Well, because I mean, there's that uh, that tape that Miguel puts in the best of Ernesto. Yeah. So, and that's both talking and singing. So. Yeah. Um. There were a f- couple, so I think that's like the m- most of the main characters. Do you have any other ones um, that you? I'd say probably like his like extended or like his family that's passed on. Um, spe- uh, what is it? Um, especially like the twins. I think they were twins, right? Yeah. Yeah, those guys were hilarious. Yeah, they were pretty good. Um, and I don't know. Like, I really liked um, Mama Mama Imelda. She was very good. Yeah. Like. It was cool getting to understand, like, uh, I mean, like, we knew that's why she hated music, but it went into more depth of why. Like, she used to love it, but her husband made her hate it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how she kind of got to re-experience her love of music. Yeah, that was awesome. That song, dude, was on point. Yeah, I think it's La Verona? Yep. Yeah. Yep, Set a Spanish word right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Point one. Now I just got to get Day of the Dead down. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna get it down. Uh, By the end of the year, I will say Dia de los Muertos right. Nice try, but oh, come cigar. on. Um, I'm trying to think of any other characters. Everyone else was just like super. I feel his uh, family that was alive. Yeah. Even though they, his great grandmother, what like played the song and she remembered, like that whole sweet moment, there was, I think her, his grandmother Miguel's grandmother was a little quick, to kind of accept music back. Yeah. She's well, like, I mean, but ah. like, I feel if it makes, if I was in her shoes and it made my mom that happy, I think I would too. That's fair. Now that I think about it a little more. Um, but that's all most of the main characters, yeah. is it? I can't remember all of his extended, not extended, but his like, family that has passed on his names. Um, I especially really liked the uh, the small el- elderly gentleman. I don't remember his name. I'm very I don't sorry. either. The um, uncle. What? Uncle something. Yeah, uncle something. I thought he was very hilarious. Yeah, he's so, pretty good. Everyone was great. It was in development. Yeah. Um, what? Let's just get into the acts. So, like the first act, wh- I'd say is the beginning to when he enters the, the yeah the, the dead yeah. The second time. The second. Oh, okay. So like after. She he basically goes back for like five seconds and they're just like what the hell yeah (laughs) it's like you just left (laughs) that was so funny um i think the transition between like kind of showing his story and how he kind of has to secretly love music and him i like how they didn't get him to play at the beginning 
until Upopro. Yes, I do too. Just get, like you're just kind of like, oh, we're gonna hear what you got, and yeah. then it's just gone. Yeah. Um, but we did get a little sneak peek when he was in the the attic. That's true. We did. Yeah, because he started playing along with one of Ernesto's songs. At first, like at first look, I thought that was just the TV. Really? Yeah. And then when he was like doing the little chords, I thought that was him just practicing what he could see, oh. not actually him playing. And then like after a review, I was just like, oh, that's actually him. <laughs> I really wish the mariachi would have been able to hear him play. Yeah. Right. That would have been. I feel bad for that. Full man. circle. Yeah, I feel bad for that mariachi. Yeah, he got a poor guy for no reason. Yeah, it's like wow, I'm gonna give your grandson a chance. Screw me then. Yeah, and the there was a problem that I had with. I had a few problems through the the movie. All right, let's hear them. Okay, <laughs> with the. Uh, him needing to find a guitar, you mean to tell me no one out of all those people would let him borrow a guitar? Probably because they were, uh, they were, okay, fine. Some of them were like, oh, we're up next. That made sense. Yeah. But someone that's like already gone, you mean you've had no one up there? Okay, well, if it's like a guitar that like you've like basically like you've loved for so long and like costs you so much money would you really trust like a 13 year old kid with it I don't know how old Miguel is supposed to be he's in probably 10 or 12 around that age yeah yeah uh, would you trust a kid okay no not if I, it was like a guitar that I poured my heart and soul into but you, you mean to tell me all of them you never know not everyone's as nice as that mariachi. I'm willing to bet that I could probably go to Kentucky or Nashville. Yeah. Is Nashville in Kentucky? Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I have to say it with the state. No. So I bet I could go to Nashville or any state where they where country music's big and find someone that would let me borrow a guitar. Okay, road trip. We'll see if it happens. We'll vlog it. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had something I wanted to do on a road trip with you. Damn. Um, just real quick and off topic, I wanted to do the How I Met Your Mother road trip test. I actually don't know what that is. Oh, so you know the song uh, 500 Miles? Oh, yeah. I wanted... So, in the show... They have a broken record or tape recorder. Yeah. And so that's the only song that plays. And for some reason, they can't shut off the radio. They can't do anything. And it's just that song playing. I want to test that out on a road trip with you. <laughs> that would be fun. I'm down. Dude, because it starts off where they're like, I freaking love this song. And then it gets to the point where they're like, I just want to shut it off. And then it shows like later where they're just like singing along to it, just rocking out to that song. And then it like how long's their road trip? It's it's a while. It's like New York to I want to say Montana. Wow. So however far that is, not Montana. Uh, one of the M states. One of them. Okay. Wherever they play hockey. Michigan. I think it's Michigan. Okay. Um, yeah, but I want to test that out to see if 
I'm just like ready to shoot someone and <laughs> or if that transition happens where I'm like I freaking hate this song too I freaking love this song <laughs> I'm down let's do it <laughs> so down I told Brielle about that and she's like if you're gonna do that it's like fine I'll take Rose yeah okay. yeah I'm down sweet um, uh, when we're gonna do that <laughs> try it this summer yeah, I'm keen to shot um, it's just on try. Yeah. Yeah. So that pretty much concludes Act 1. Did you have anything else to add about it? No, not really. It's it, like basically, if you guys haven't seen Coco, I don't know if you really like summed it up. It introduces Miguel as a kid that really just wants to play music to get uh, its band and his family. Um, he's been playing it secretly. He discovers that his, his great great grandfather is Ernesto de la Cruz. He tells his family they're like, hell no, and he runs away, tries to play in the, uh... Talent uh, show. Yeah, the talent show that they're doing for the Day of the Dead, and, um, so, and then he tries to, because he can't find the guitar, uh, he goes to where they have, uh, the memorial for Ernesto de la Cruz, he, they, he goes to grab the guitar, and because he stole from the Land of the Dead, he gets stuck in the Land of the Dead. That's why he got stuck? Yeah, they got... Sorry. I didn't think they explained it that well. Well, okay, sorry, not land, Day of the Dead. Or, well, so the guys... Land of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. So the... I don't know, like... I don't remember his name, but you know, like, the guy that has to tape up his glasses? Yeah. Because he keeps sneezing? Um, so he says the... Dia, I'm going to butcher this again. Dia de los Muertos is the holiday where you give to the dead. Well, you stole from it. Okay, I think I missed that part then. Oh, yeah. So not like I didn't see it or anything. I may just no. You're I I kind of got confused too, but like I'm like, wait, why is he? Oh, okay, so so when you steal from the dead, you get stuck with the dead. Okay, that seems fair. Yeah, I feel like you should be able to put it back and then go back to the land of the living. But okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he they gave him that chance, but then he stole it again. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that pretty much sums up Act One. Uh, the second act. So it starts when he runs away from his great great grandmother, I think, to go find Ernesto de la Cruz. Yes, I'd agree. But wait, no, doesn't the second act start when he like first meets his family in the land of the dead? I consider that the first. Because that's, like, the first, like, major conflict. And then it kind of gets resolved when he figures out okay. what he needs to do. Yeah, okay. And then the second act would be when he's trying to find Ernesto de la Cruz. And then the third one would be after he finds... Or after he finds a way to get to de la Cruz. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. Or, no, not finds a way to. Probably after he meets de la yeah, Cruz. I would say. Would you say, like, it's after... Um, after uh, they find that Ernesto is a murderer, or before, like when? Before. Okay. Because then the plot becomes. Because it, it's like three different plots. Yeah, that's true. The first plot is him being stuck in the land of the, the dead. So you And trying to. realizing that he needs yeah. the, a blessing yeah. from his, his family to be sent back to the land of the living. And then. 
the second one would be him realizing that his great-great-grandmother isn't going to give him that blessing without a condition. And so he goes to find who he thinks is his great-great-grandfather. And then the third one would be when he meets his great-great-grandfather and then shit hits the fan and... Okay. Would you... But, like, would you say, like, it kind of more so... um, Would you say it starts when he... Right when he meets him? Or does it... Does the second act end after, like, Ernesto is, like, telling everyone, hey, this is my great-grandson, and then the third act, like, starts when they're just, like, walking and talking about stuff? Would you say that's when the third act starts? I think the third act starts when he's singing that song oh, and gets okay. Ernesto's attention. Guess I'm just wrong, I just don't know acts. Which is really sad, because, um, I took a class on this, my first semester of college. Well, because I... Th- it's kind of like small plots leading up to a big plot. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's just kind of the the next act starts when the plot or the next plot or when the plot or when the previous plot gets resolved. So I think with the second one, he was trying to find Ernesto. Yeah. And then the third one started when he started singing his song because he found Ernesto. Now he's just trying to get his attention, and then it's from there to the end. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, anyway, second act is when he runs away from his grandmother to uh, when he finds De La Cruz. Yeah. And so during that, he meets Hector, yeah. which he already met... No, he didn't meet. No, he did not meet. So he gets the the makeup put on him to kind of blend in. Which I don't understand how it's convincing at all. No, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're just kind of like eyeballs. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was kind of cool. Like, it was kind of like these guys are retarded. (laughs) Yeah, it's something I can overlook. But that's when you get like a full view of the land of the dead. Oh my gosh, it was so that was, gorgeous. Yeah, was, Pixar is great. Oh, Pixar, your animation is yeah. incredible. So, I didn't really have any problems with that act. Yeah. Um, that's when they sang Un Poco Loco, which I really liked. Yep, and uh, everyone knows Juanita. Yeah, that song which was, was a very sad and one. funny song. Yeah, it was funny, but like, it was like sad to see like after somber he, yeah maybe yeah it was very sad to see like after he'd finished singing it to the guy who um told him to sing it because they needed the guy's guitar um after he finishes singing it the guy fades to dust and Miguel is just like what, what happened to him where he always like well that's what we refer to as the final death and we don't know what happens after that <laughs> it's like well <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're forgotten by like no one remembers you on earth you haven't been passed through generations yeah you're kind of screwed yeah that sucks I I think Disney kind of skipped over the ethnicities it just seemed that all of them were Mexican that was the point I thought I I know but not like a single white person (laughs) No, I don't think... Because this is supposed to be celebrating a Spanish holiday. 
Yeah, but isn't that kind of how... So you're telling me all Mexican people go to the land of the dead, and all white people go to heaven, and all all white, I, white and black people go I to heaven? I don't know. I mean, I don't know really anything about Mexican culture. I'm Fair sorry. Um, but, okay. I mean, th- that's what I'm assuming. Okay. I promise I'm not trying to, like, bag on, like, anybody's culture here. But, yeah. yeah. So, through this act, it made his great-great-grandmother seem like the bad guy. Yes. Like, a lot. Yeah. Um, but you do get her story about how she loved music, and it just kind of got ruined for her when her husband ran off to be a musician and then never came home. Yeah. Um, Did Miguel mention at all, because I think it's super convenient that he didn't mention at all that he thought his great-great-grandfather was Ernesto de la Cruz? No, he never mentioned that. He only mentioned that to... Well, you know, he he mentioned... He mentioned that to his family that were living, but not to his family that were dead. And they didn't say, uh, no? Well, they just said, we've never heard of this man, so I, well, that's really... At the beginning. Yeah. They're, so they're that kind of gives away that Ernesto's not really his... Yeah. Plot holes. <laughs> um, so that was a problem I had with it. It's just kind of like... No one's going to tell him it's not true. <laughs> like, you guys all suck. <laughs> he's like, he's literally going to have to find it out the hard way. Okay. He's going to have to die <laughs> to find this out. Great parenting, guys. Right? Amazing. Bravo. Um, just trying to think of all the... Most of it was just him trying to find a way to Ernesto's... He's like tower. Uh, yeah, it was like his son. No, wasn't it? Because the music, the music concert they has is called like the Sunrise Spectacular or something like that. Right. I can't remember what the party was called though. It had something to do with the sunrise. Oh, did. Yeah, it might have been the Sunrise Spectacular. Uh, spectacular. Or however they said it. Please don't do that again. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> it didn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that wraps up back to you for me. What about you? Yeah, that's awesome. Very good act. Yeah. yeah. Um, so act three, after he finds Ernesto, that's when shit gets real. Yeah. And you're just like... <gasps> yeah. At least that's how I felt, because apparently I didn't notice that um, Hector was his great-great-grandfather and not Ernesto. Because I'm blindsided. <laughs> It was a really well-kept secret, I think. we. I just was thinking, I'm like, okay, Disney has a plot twist. Because everyone yeah. and their mother's trying to do a plot twist now. Yeah. And some do better than others. Plot twist. Very good plot twist. Yeah, super good. Um, I don't think it was, like, the all-time best. No. But like, it was It was For this great. kind of movie, like, yeah, it was a very... Very good plot twist. Yeah. Um, so f- you first see Miguel playing Un Poco Loco again to kind of get. No, it's not Un Poco Loco. It's the world. It wasn't. No, it's the world is me familia. 
whatever. Okay, so he sings a song <laughs> to get Heck or Ernesto's attention, and it does. And then Ernesto kind of claims him as his grandson and starts showing him off to all his friends, and then kind of ushers them out to go get ready for his big uh, sunrise show. Yeah. Um, and then at that time you see him about to give Miguel his blessing. But then Hector barges in. Yeah. And then they kind of have that big realization that Ernesto killed Hector. Which damn was very dark for Pixar at least to me. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I was like, what? Damn. He got, wow, he poisoned him. Okay. He needed his songs that much. Yeah. That's really sad. And all because he wanted to leave. Yeah. Let's see. It's like, can I just mail them to you? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Like, I'll keep this song and I'll just mail the other ones to you. Well, no, I think he, he pointed out when he was leaving, like, these were I don't know if he did, but I want to say, like, he pointed out that these, like, these are my songs, no, you can't have them, or something like that. Did he? I can't... I, I don't remember him putting uh, that stipulation. Because I feel like, or, um, because Ernesto's like, you know, like, hey, I'm nothing without you, you're, uh, you're like the songwriter. I feel Hector would have been like, okay, well then, if I'm, if I'm the songwriter, here, take all the songs. I feel they meant a lot more to him than that. At least Remember Me. I well, think Remember Me was, uh, his biggest... Um, gosh, sentimental valued song. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, but then Ernesto kind of ruined it by singing it fast and upbeat. I still like his version. I don't like it as much as oh, I, I liked Hector's. No, I I agree. It's definitely a, a better song, played slowly. Um, but I still liked Ernesto's version. It was okay. I didn't care for it as much. I like I like songs that are supposed to be sentimental to be slow. That's just how I roll. I'll eat shit. You eat shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Then Ernesto turns on uh, Miguel and Hector, throws them in a pit, or he throws Hector in a pit first. Yeah. And then he throws Miguel in a pit. And it's like. Messed up because like the line that he said, what does he say? He's like, like I I said, um, oh my goodness, um, seize your moment, always seize your moment, no matter what it takes. And he's like, you you understand? And it's just like, damn, you're effed up. <laughs> it's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like a uh, someone like if someone. It's kind of like what you see in those like romantic comedies where they have that bitchy character getting something that they said earlier in the movie thrown in your face and you're just like, ew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, ew, that stings. <laughs> it's like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was really well done. Even I was just kind of like, ooh. <laughs> like, I need that little Puss in Boots cat around just so right? it's like, ooh. <laughs> Um, but I thought that was really good. And then they tied it up by, um, Ernesto starting his, uh, Sunrise Spectacular show. Yeah. And, 
Miguel and all of his family got in the way of it, and his great-great-grandmother got stuck on the platform that was going up to announce Ernesto, and then she started singing a song. Why, I don't know. Well, I don't know, like, the biggest reason why they're there, though, is because before Ernesto throws, um, well, wait, no, sorry, uh, before this, like, whole ordeal goes down, Miguel gives Ernesto, like, the picture, uh, gives him the picture of Hector, because, you know, like, he does recognize him a little, and he puts it in his shirt pocket, and he pulls it out, out again before he has Miguel take it away, so, like, of course they have to get it back to where, you know, his... His great great grandmother can't remember. His, sorry, his great grandmother can't remember. Great great. No. Oh, the great yeah yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. Why she needed to sing, I don't know. Like there was no real reason for I'm her to sing. I'm assuming like once she like it was, that one, she's like, the music is taking me over. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I thought that would was just. I think that song beginning was just a little weak. How would you have started off if you were put on the spot? I wouldn't. I would have freaking ran. I would have ran off the stage. Yeah, that's true. That's what I would have done. I would have just stood there and started singing, hoping that the guys just kind of like are still wanting to sneak like by. Awe. I mean, you mean to tell me that no one sees them? Yeah, right. You don't think someone in the front row or one of the first front rows is just kind of like, hey, are they trying to arrest her? <laughs> like that's like a lot of the songs they had a perfect start yeah Un Poco Loco did a lot of them had a really good start just a natural start that one seemed like a just see kind of yeah moment okay, that's fair. which doesn't it, it didn't I didn't care for so basically after that uh, Ernesto catches up with the family um, he's hit I think they do get the picture back, but Ernesto takes it back. He basically throws Miguel off the cliff. Yeah, like, I was like, damn. Shit, son. Thankfully, though, uh, a camera is recording this the whole time. Um, I think they did that on purpose. Well, yeah, because one of the family members sets it yeah. up. You're like, thank you. Um, and so basically, uh, thankfully, um, Dante is able to... He, he tries his best to try to catch Miguel, but uh, his shirt rips. And then, um, oh, I forget... Uh, Mama Imelda's spirit animal's name. Um, but that comes and swoops Miguel and brings him back. Um, and then... It pulls a whole Aladdin move, just like, mm, son! Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Ernesto comes out. The whole scene has been projected. People are booing him. He gets food thrown at him. And basically... Yeah, basically that. And then Hector uh, starts, to, starts fading away because uh, Mama Coco is starting to forget him like completely yep. um and so and so like Hector or no Miguel's like you know like no no you know like I gotta take your picture back but I lost it I'm very sorry it got lost in the water and Mama Imelda's like sunrise we need to get you home and so uh they give him the blessing yeah, without any stipulations yeah he's able to yep and he he gets back to the land of the living he rushes home and basically, like, literally, he locks the door so no, nobody else in his family can get into there. And he starts singing Remember Me to uh, Mama Coco. And um, I don't... Th I can't... I don't think she remembers it when he finishes it. Or wait. Wait, no, sorry. He doesn't start singing it yet. He, like, she start. He starts telling her about, like, you know, like, you need to, you need to remember him. You know, he's fading away. And then the family bursts 
in, and, um, oh, oh my goodness, uh, Abuelita is like, you know, you need to apologize to your Mama Coco, but then he starts singing the song, and they all start listening, and then she finally does remember him, she shows that the picture, uh, the ripped piece, we never even brought that up, um, but there is... Yeah, we didn't yeah. at all. <laughs> that was a huge plot yeah, point. So, so, on their, um, um, oh my god, the, on their, on his family's ofrenda, one of the pictures is of, uh, his great-grandma Coco, his mama Imelda, and then there's, uh, another guy who turns out to be Hector, but the head is ripped off, so whoever that is, they can't cross into the land of the living. Um, but it is revealed that Mama Coco actually does have the picture of her father. She reconnects it, they tape it back up, and then they put it up on the ofrenda, and Hector is able to cross back over. But during that span of a year, sadly, Mama Coco does pass away. Yeah. That was really sad. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough on my soul. Yeah. Especially since but, I lost my grandma this year, I was just like, ah! Yeah, you did. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I was, I know not this year, it was like last year, 2016, I think. Anyway, it's still fresh. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> The wound hasn't completely healed Dude, over. I'm sorry. It's okay. Oh, that sucks. It just destroyed my soul a little bit. <laughs> no, I understand. Um, it was a very sweet moment seeing her reunited with Hector and Mama Inigo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that pretty much covers it. The only problem that I had with this uh, this act was one how quickly the family just kind of accepted that music back in their life. Yeah, I get that, but like like I told you earlier, um, I think the biggest reason why um, Abuelita was willing to do it is because it made her mama so happy so and i just feel that they were uh basically finding out that basically uh her father like was this like huge uh this huge amazing songwriter they're just like wow maybe music really isn't that bad in our family it's kind of brought us i mean yeah it tore family apart but you know maybe it can bring us back together the other problem that I had, I mean, that wasn't a huge problem I had, but the biggest one was how easily everyone turned on Ernesto. First off, how did you prove that Ernesto killed Hector? He says it. He himself says it. Yeah, in the Land of the Dead. Oh, sorry. In the land of the living, everyone's just kind of turned on him, and then they start saying, like, oh, this person actually wrote all his songs. How did you prove that? And how... There's not one person that's kind of, like, realizes that their hero is a shitbag and isn't, like, eh, I still kind of like him. I don't know. I mean, I'll also look into that, actually. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's a good point. No one's gonna... Like, how do you prove something that old it's been generations <laughs> that's yeah that's my huge like everyone just kind of turned on him that's bullshit maybe the land of the dead 
in a way has like a big effect on the land of the living. Like it can rewrite history. Yeah, I don't. Believe I know. It. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so that finishes up what we thought of all the acts. Um, That's just it's... real quick. What about what you think about the? Overall plot, uh, the so stakes. Our final thoughts. Yeah, just final thoughts. Um, and great. Okay. Uh, like I said in our last podcast, this was my favorite movie of 2017. I thought the characters were great. Uh, story was great. The music was fantastic. Uh, Pixar knocked it out of the park on this one. Uh, the animation was fantastic. Uh, I applaud uh, Lee Unkrich, who directed Toy Story 3. He directed. Coco as well. He did an amazing job. Um, j just everything. I, I, I really don't have any problems with it. Maybe a little, little minor. Um, but I, I loved Coco. I'd give it an A. An A? Yep. I'm giving Coco an A. I have no problems with it. Um, if you give it anything lower than an A minus, I'm giving it a B. Closer to a B plus. Um. So yeah, I'm giving it a B. What? I'm giving it a B, but it's closer to being a B plus than a B minus. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I there were there were so a lot of things that left me questioning. Just kind of like, okay, wait, what? Like that whole everyone hating Ernesto after he came back from the land of the dead. No one's gonna believe you. You can't prove that. After that many years, yeah, but does that really affect the score for you? It does. No, it that didn't really affect the score. Um, there were just like little things throughout that I just didn't. I would expect like. at least a B plus, but really a B. Rose, you're busting my balls here, dude. Come on, that is one of the best Pixar movies they've ever done. I think animation alone, I will bump it to a B plus. Thank you. Just because I'm being bullied. I'm not <laughs> bullying you. I gave Logan an A. Yeah, because Logan deserved an A. So does Coco. No. At least an A minus. Still a B plus. It's. I'm still sticking with a B plus. Oh, okay. Okay, Kay. so that covers our review of Coco. Yep. Let's get into Star Wars. The Episode Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yeah. I thought you said we didn't have to say the whole thing. Oh, well, I wanted to. <laughs> okay, so let's start off with the soundtrack. The soundtrack was pretty Star Wars generic, I felt. There wasn't anything like, at least song-wise, that blew my mind. I didn't really expect to have anything. It's done by the same guy that, uh, oh my goodness, what is uh, Un Momento. Um, he's like literally done every single other Star Wars soundtrack. I think the only one that he didn't do was actually Rogue One. Yeah, but it was a generic Star Wars sounding movie. There wasn't anything okay like... I with, because I feel like, if you like try to like switch up like the, the soundtrack of Star Wars, I feel a lot of people are going to be pissed off. They would. I'm not saying that the generic Star Wars sounds a bad thing. I'm just saying it's just... It's generic. It's just kind of like... John Williams. That's his name. Really? You forgot John Williams? Sorry! I knew it was John something. 
You're fired. You you could have came out and said that it was John Williams. I could have, but I'm gonna throw this remote at you. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, the music fit for what the movie was doing. There was it was generic. It was kind of like a you could put this song anywhere in any other Star Wars film, but it fit. It fit really well with it. Yeah. So like I'd download the soundtrack, but I'd probably download every single Star Wars soundtrack. Dude, you download one, you downloaded them all. No, not necessarily. I think Rogue One's different. Yeah, Rogue One, but that's supposed to be different. Yeah, that's true. The these ones are supposed to be the Skywalker-centered Star Wars. Yeah, So, I like the soundtrack, and I really got nothing else to say about it. It didn't, I, like, blow my it. mind. I, I still loved it. But, like, I hardly ever dislike or just like the Star Wars soundtrack. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, characters and development. We got... Who should we start with? That's a good question. <laughs> Should I we, think what who, the ones we needed to do, we need to do General Leia. Yeah. We need to do Poe. Okay. We need to do Ray, Finn, Finn, Rose, Kylo Ren, Luke Skywalker, Snoke. Uh, I don't think Snoke. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's true. He was. He, he was. Oh, he was wow. kind of a throwaway. I wish we could do Phasma, but she was a, kind of a throwaway character too. <laughs> no, like so bad no joke. I hate that Snoke was such a throwaway character in this. Yeah. J.J. Abrams set him up so much in The Force Awakens. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, this movie just kind of shat in the face of Force yeah, Awakens. It did. It's just kind of like, oh, you want to do something cool? Well, F you. But like I said, um, or like, uh, like I showed you in that video, uh, I don't really consider it being the, the director's fault. It's... Lucasfilm's fault. That's fair. Yeah. Um, if someone's going to do a trilogy, you need to get one director for all three. Well, and even J.J. Abrams says he regrets not directing the whole trilogy. He doesn't regret it? He does. Oh. That's that's why when uh, Episode Nine opened up, he's like, yeah, I'm down. Sign me up. So. Yeah. I, he should... Like, he in a way, I'd love to see an Episode Eight directed by J.J. Abrams. I mean, that's never, of course, going to happen. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, uh, you're going to be waiting a while. <laughs> but that'd be cool. Yeah, it'd Count, be You know cool. how, like, everyone asks, like, oh, I want the Snyder version of Justice League? I want the Abrams version of Episode Eight. Honestly, I want the Abrams version of, not Abrams. Snyder version? Snyder version of Justice League. I really, I do too. I want to see what, but I don't know if we'll get it, though. Yeah, probably not. I mean, we'll see once Justice League comes out on yeah, Blu-ray. I don't think, from what I've seen, like it's only they've only extended it like 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 twenty minutes. On Blu-ray. Yeah, and they're not even calling it suicide. Not suicide squad. They don't even calling it uh, Justice League. The extended cut. It's just they're just calling it Justice League. That'll be interesting to see. But if it changes what I the appreciate story at all. is that in the box art they are actually including Superman. Good. Yeah. Superman gets the shit show of everything. He wasn't even on the Cinemark boxes. 
or cups. Yeah, but I mean, like after the movie, out, the movie came out, like they updated the poster, so that was good. Yeah. Like, um, I know, like, uh, they can't see it, but this is what the Target exclusive Digibook's gonna look like. I love it. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> you bitches. So. Um, I always get the digibooks. Anyway, Rose. Sorry. We're supposed to be talking about Last Jedi. I'm, I'm sorry. So yeah. those are the characters we're going to be talking about. We're going yeah. to talk about Rey, Finn, Poe, General Leia, Ambassador... Ambassador? Yeah. Remember the chick that took Rose? over? Not Rose. The chick that took over oh, yeah. uh, Leia's position. It's like ambassador something. I don't think it was ambassador. Uh, Admiral. Yeah, Admiral Holdo. Yeah. That's it. Not ambassador. What the hell am I talking about? You suck. Sure. Ambassador Holdo, I think we should talk about. Holdo. Holdo, Holdo, whatever. I think it's Holdo. Yeah. Even I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those. Um, my Star Wars, I swear. BB-8, we don't really need to talk about. Uh, yeah, he Rose. was like pushed to the side. A little bit. What the hell? Then Kylo Ren and Luke. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I'm saying we start off bad and go Kylo. Bad guy. Oh, I was like, wait, we're talking with bad characters? I'm like, wait, I, I liked Kylo Ren in this movie. Yeah. Okay, so we're starting with the Sith. Oh, so, sorry, the First Order. Yeah, sorry. so again, spoiler alert. Yeah. But Kylo in Ren this dies. Mo- I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't you do that to people. <laughs> so in this movie, Kylo Ren is more... You can tell that he's struggling a little bit. Yes. With his yeah. inner force. Because... Um, the first scene that we see with Kylo is him going to talk to Snoke, and you know, Snoke's just like, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you've like, if you've completely given yourself to the dark side, and he's like, I've given you everything. I killed my own father for you. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> hell do you want? <laughs> and, he, and he's just like, well, sometimes I just think you're a child behind a mask, and then I just love the next scene you just see him. Even though I love his helmet, I love Kylo Ren's helmet. I love the scene with him just like look, just like looking at it, and then he just starts smashing it in the elevator. I think there, this is one of those things that J.J. Abrams wanted to set up, like a whole, hey, I'm, I want to be the next Darth Vader. Yeah. And then in this one, it was just kind of like, no, like. You're a stupid child in a mask, and then he's just like, "F you," and breaks it. Yeah, and going off the uh, with the becoming the next out there. Have you seen the SNL skit about uh, Kylo Ren going undercover? Yeah. yeah, Matt. <laughs> I just love when he's like, "So do you believe when uh, Kylo Ren says he's gonna finish with Darth Vader started? What exactly has he started?" <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, didn't Darth Vader start? Helping the, uh, the Jedi's again. Yeah. So. But. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Johnson just kind of shat all over everything 
He did. He he, did. he took. Yeah, he basically like just said, oh, "Screw dude. you!" To everything J.J. Abrams set up. Yeah, it's like the whole lightsaber like, like moment where we're like, <gasps> yeah. at the end of Force Awakens, and it's just like, throw yeah. it away. Like yeah, it was funny at the moment, but like now, the more I think of it, I'm like, why you should have kept it serious. Mm-hmm. Um. So Kylo Ren, there was a lot of development for him. You. You could tell near the scene that we're going to talk about with Snoke, his mind started to clear up. I mean, Snoke was basically saying, like, oh, I'm seeing everything clearly now. You have cleared up. You're no longer at war with yourself. Yeah. Kind of deal. Which was nice. Um, Him and Rey have a uh, connection that was brought on by Snoke. And I think that helps both characters develop a little bit. And I swear if they try to make Kylo and Leia thing, Kyrae or whatever the hell people are calling it, I'm going to be Raylo. Raylo, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> That's what I, I would <sighs> So retarded. I'm yeah. sorry, they cannot be a couple. They could. But they could, but they better a not A couple be. of Jedi Masters. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine. But no, they cannot be a couple. Yeah, I, 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 if Ray needs to end up with if if Ray has to end up with someone, I want it to be Finn. Poe, dude, Daisy Ridley as he would come out and said, "No, I don't think Ray and Poe." Fine, then Ray stay single forever. What's wrong with Ray and Finn? Everything. Ro- Finn's with Rose now. No. Yeah. Cut Rose out. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Dude, about she freaking crashed a ship into him. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I get she saved his life. But I feel watching their connection grow during The Force Awakens, like, I thought it was great just seeing them bond more together. I'm sorry, with Rose, like, seeing her, like, try to bond with Finn, I really could give two shits less. Yeah. D- don't get like, I'm sure the, the actress is... Okay, wait, no, sorry, I'm skipping towards new characters. Okay, okay let's, so let's continue I think we're with done Kylo, Kylo Ren. Yeah. I think the only thing that I did not like with him, and it was just to see when he was shirtless, I thought that was really retarded. Yeah, but I, he got funny. yoked. He got yoked for that scene, dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, mm, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I I didn't laugh when she's like, oh, can you please put a shirt on? I didn't laugh. I did. I was like, why? <laughs> dude, I... No. Dude, I leaned, over to, dude, I leaned over to Brielle during that scene. I was just, She's like, could you put a shirt on? I was like, why? <laughs> and then Brielle's just like, looked at me. She's like, what? I was like, nothing. <laughs> Even Bronson was just like, did you just say what? <laughs> and the, yeah. That's funny. So, yeah, I thought that was, that was pretty good. Um, anyway, just going over to Ray. Ray still seems unsure of herself. She does. And um, I'm hoping that uh, she can be explored a lot more in episode 9 because I feel J.J. Uh, Abrams understands the character a little more than. Uh, Ryan Johnson um, so because I, I feel her character was kind of wasted in this movie Ray? yeah it, she was and she it, was just kind of like I, hate, I hated that because I loved her in The Force Awakens dude she was amazing in Force Awakens like how she's the way she was unlocking her, her the her force powers so that she was just kind of like okay I need to try and do this and then she did like she did everything right yeah. in that and then in this it was just kind of like she was just helping other people 
all of which makes sense for Ray as a character. Yeah, but she was helping. It was just kind of like helping Luke find his way, helping yeah. Finn, helping all these other people, but not like focusing on herself. I'll admit though, I loved this. I thought, like I was laughing pretty hard um, when. Luke asks her to sit up on the rock, and he says, you know, put your hands down. And he's like, okay, so, you know, like, reach out, what do you see? She, you know, he starts, like, tickling her finger, and she's like, oh my goodness, I feel something. You know, he's like, oh my gosh, it's the force, it's getting stronger, it's getting stronger, and just whips her hand. <laughs> I don't, dude, that reminds me of Brielle. Really? <laughs> like, that scene, I was just like, she would be that adorable. <laughs> That was funny. That was a comedy scene that really worked for me. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that felt very Luke Skywalker-ish. Yeah. Like, kind of... Actually, it felt more Yoda than it did, it Sky, did. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And, like, but I feel original like a trilogy of, Yoda. Skipping to... Sorry, going all over the place. I feel like a lot of this movie didn't feel like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. But I let's actually get back had to a... Movie. Uh, have a theory about that that I want to get to okay. later. Okay. Let's get back to the movie. Not a theory. A, uh, a fix that probably would have helped the movie. Okay. And I want your opinion on it. Alright. Um, so Ray, I felt, was very developed. Um, though Wait, in this one? No, not... What am I saying? She was very developed in the not, first No, I'm not Ray. Not Ray. Oh. Who's I jumping to? Poe. 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 Yes, I would agree. We got a lot more from, uh, with Poe than we did in The Force Awakens. Yeah, Poe felt a lot more developed. Like, you could tell. You, like, we saw more why he's as cocky as he is. Yeah. And he has, like, every right to be with how badass he is. Yeah, I would agree. I, and I loved his, um, the exchanges that him and General Leia had. I loved it. It felt like a... I, I don't want to say mother-son. More like a grandmother's yeah, grandchild relationship. Kind of like, I can't believe you're like this. Yeah. <laughs> but I love you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, a mother-son would be more like a, uh, like, why would you do that? Like, yelling. But it was more, I felt, grandmother-ish relationship. Oh, Which fit perfectly. Yeah. Like, sh she, I think she's Leia's reminded of Han when she sees Poe. Yes. Which I think that was the goal of J.J. Abrams to bring like another Han. Yeah. In. I would agree. Um. So, that felt really, really good. You yeah, know, he he definitely had a very he had a pretty good story arc in this one. Yeah. Um. You definitely got to see why he was cocky and. You, you saw him kind of just kind of not being trusting of the new person in charge yeah. and him thinking that he knows better which proves that he doesn't I just feel the whole movie that whole plot could have been fixed if they actually told him the plan I know it's just kind of like okay well we can help you with this then yeah. so no no screw Poe Dameron Dude, personally, what I would have done in that situation, I don't know how space physics works, <laughs> but I would have taken. Well, apparently you can. Uh, apparently you can like come back to life and start flying. 
in space. Yeah, that was bullshit, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Um, what was I going to say, Rose? Gosh damn it. I don't know, you were talking about space physics. Yeah, space physics, but couldn't they have just taken... Like, I don't know how hard it is to get fuel, but couldn't you have just taken all the fuel out of your support ships and then just flown it to the carrier and then just refilled with that stuff? Yeah. That's true. And going off, like, how much fuel they said they had, how the hell did they last that long? Because they, they barely had any fuel left, right? Yeah. And convenient that the planet that... We're getting off topic. Yeah, sorry. We need character development. Okay, we'll get so, back to this. Okay, sorry. So we're talking about Poe. I don't really think Poe was the same about Poe. I know he's just the he's good. He's cocky Han. Yeah, that's who he is. Like Oscar Isaac did a great job in this one. Yeah. Uh, Finn. Finn, I felt he played the same role he did in Force he Awakens. He did, and I, I hope that in Episode Nine he, he gets something to do. I mean, yeah, he, he got needs some. To grow a pair. He, yes. He really, tried to run away again. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I just really want to know. Like, yes, I know he's an ex uh, stormtrooper. I want to understand why. Like, I, I mean, I guess yeah, he kind of explained it in episode nine, or not episode nine. I'm sorry, skipping ahead here. Um, in episode seven, but I don't know. I just really want to know more about Finn's backstory. I don't think Finn's that interesting. Really? I love Finn. I like Finn. I don't think he's interesting enough for us to at least d- give me dive something. deep on who he is. At least give me something. I don't know what, what, what would satisfy you. I don't know either. I'll see what J.J. Abrams does <laughs> and then I'll get back to you. Like, I can't think of anything that would be interesting. Like, they basically covered He was taken away from his family, raised as a stormtrooper. Well, what was his family like? He was taken away as a baby. We don't know what his family was like. Maybe that can be explored. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. What truly doesn't make any sense is how... Finn is... How Finn kind of deferred away from the stormtroopers. That doesn't make sense. Everyone else is just kind of super compliant. Yeah. And then he's the one stormtrooper that isn't. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Sins brought up a, a good point because uh, in episode seven he's like, uh, what, "When it was time for my first battle, I decided, you know, this is not right, and I decided to get out." And he's like, "Really? That was your first fight? You must be like thirty. You were taking, you were taking like when you were like a baby. How much training do stormtroopers <laughs> have?" <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, dude, and regardless of how much training they have, they need. To get to a shooting range. Yeah. Badly. I would have. I would have liked to see stormtroopers hit some guys. Oh my. Okay. Going off the stormtrooper thing. I'm sorry. Uh. So I know you've never heard of Nostalgia Critic did a review of Rogue One with Chris Stuckman, and um, Orson Krennic. Uh, Chris Stuckman's playing Orson Krennic, and he's like, you know what? Uh, my guys aren't doing anything, or uh, you know, like something bad's down. down Something bad is happening down there. I'm just going to go ahead and take care of it myself. And he's like, well, sir, you have a whole bunch of stormtroopers at your command. Why don't you send them? Well, because unlike them, I can actually hit something. And the stormtroopers are like, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. 
Get off your phone. This is a podcast, man. Come on. Dedication. I, I am, Even I'm though dedicated. I'm holding my phone right now. I know. I was looking something up real oh, quick. Okay. Um, so Finn, we talked about, he just kind of played the same role. The guy that ran away, yeah. and then he's a heroic moment. Just I hope that he, he gets something more to do in episode 9. Yeah. In this one, he seemed really concerned with getting, making sure Ray didn't come to the rebellion side. And I think if she, if Ray would have known, like, if, if none of this, if this movie didn't happen and Ray were to, like, get trained by Luke and then fly somewhere and it was just Finn. Yeah. And then she's like, where's the rest of the rebellion? And they're like, oh, they're getting blown up right now. She would freaking end him. Yeah, yeah, she would. Like, how in the world did you think that was a good idea? Yeah, that's true. So stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Uh, General Leia. I loved her in this. Oh, me too. I just don't know how they're gonna like send her character off in Episode Nine because Disney has come out and said they're not digitally recreating her, and. Something they're not recasting her. Yeah, they're not recasting her. So I'm like, okay, are you just gonna say that she died? She died, like, because there's no way that they're gonna be like, oh well, she actually decided to give up on the rebellion. No, General Leia would never do that. No, she would die for the rebellion. Yeah. So, I was trying to think of stuff that they could do. Maybe do like a future, like say this is after or General Leia has passed away. Of old age, kind yeah. of deal, and then like build the story from there, being like this is years after, and then it's like they had this is like time that they had to rebuild the rebellion. That's true. They could do that. I don't see them continuing the story from where they left off. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I can see a couple ways that they could, could go with this, but I can't see a solid route that would work and be. I mean, I I trust. Disney, um, I just hope that they don't fail us with yeah. sending Carrie Fisher off properly. Yeah. Well, that space thing, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> she had a moment, this is actually a moment between her and Kylo Ren, I believe. Um, yeah, and it was, it was a very powerful moment, because you see it in the trailer, um, because Kylo Ren, in his TIE fire, he comes up to his mother's ship, and he's like contemplating. He's he has his hand on the firing trigger, and he's just contemplating. But then he doesn't. But then of course, a whole bunch of other Tie Fighters have to come in and blow it up. And you you get a connection because uh, General Leia is just like, you know, she can like feel that her son's right there, and you know, and it's just like really sad that when she finally does like wake up from the coma, the coma, which I don't I don't think it's really a coma. What? the state that she was in she's like yeah I, I I now or when she's telling Luke that like yeah I now know that my son is completely turned to the dark side and it's like oh, I mean, he didn't he's not yeah <laughs> he didn't try to kill you he stopped but then these assholes had to come and do it yeah yeah um personally if I was one of those type or this Fighters, I'd probably tell on him. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, this bitch didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, General Leia, she's 
she does play a very good general leader role. Yeah. Um, and definitely. It's, I mean, it's Carrie Fisher. We all knew that she was going to be amazing. Yeah, she's fantastic. And I will admit that when that she, when she got blown up, I thought that was how they were going to kill her off, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that's. <laughs> you know, I was like, Oh my gosh. In a way, do you think that would have been a good way? No. Yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, I was, like, I was ready to be sick, dude. I was just like, it just like caught my throat and like. Oh, ah. <laughs> uh, you would have pissed off so many Star Wars fans. I know. I it would piss me off, and I'm not even a huge Star Wars fan. Um. But, love General Leia. She didn't really develop any. Yeah, she but just kind of she stayed really... constant. I don't think she really needed to, though. Yeah, I think she's... It's kind of with younger characters that they need yeah. to develop. Hers is just... She's been in the role that she's in for a really long time. Yeah. So she kind of knows who she is. Yeah. She doesn't struggle with making decisions. She doesn't second-guess herself. And I love... And I think that's how Leia's been forever. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think Leia needs to learn anything. She's just awesome. Yeah. Um, good question. Um, Rose? Yeah, Rose. I can't I'm sure say I cared act- for her. What? Can't say I cared for I her. I didn't either. I'm I sure will. the actress is good. I mean, yes, the actress is okay, but the character is just poorly written. Yeah, she just kind of. She didn't struggle. She just kind. She kind of knew where she stood. Like, kind of like how Leia is, but it was just kind of, it felt, like, Leia's more of a, I'm confident in what, I know what I know. Rose is just kind of a, yes girl. Yeah. A little bit. I would agree. And, uh, the, the scenes where she, I, I think it's Canto Bite, yep. that her and Finn go off to, takes you out of the movie. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. Maybe it feels like episode one, in like that kind of general, or not, it does not feel like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, that one, ugh. I, that's, so I went and saw it twice. First time I sat through it, and then the second time, that's when I went to go to the bathroom and refill it with my popcorn. Did I ever tell you the second time? It might have been just because I was really tired, but I actually dozed off a couple times. It's re- that's fair, yeah. dude. It, that scene was just unnecessary. Yeah. And they, the only thing that I liked about it, which, and this is going to sound really weird, is that it had no payoff. Interesting. Like, they had this whole, like, I did. It's kind of like that situation where you, you see it over and over and over again. It's, the plan kind of goes off the walls but they still complete the mission yeah and then they kind of fight their way out and then they run away and then the plan just works right in this movie i liked how the they had a plan like a solid plan and it just didn't work yeah i kind of agree with that like i really like that like it just kind of shows like no one's a perfect plan planner not everyone can make a bulletproof plan. It just kind of falls apart. And 
that's how like the way Rose or Rose kind of felt with me she kind of felt like the person that she didn't ruin it the plan she just kind of didn't have a role like honestly it could have just been yeah. Finn on his own that would have been kind of cool or no how about we have a Finn and Poe yeah but Poe kind of needed to keep or he felt that he needed to keep uh, Admiral Holdo Holdo yeah Holdo he needed to keep General Holdo at bay. Okay, fair enough. So I think that's kind of why he stayed behind. Because um, no one would have listened to Finn if Poe ran off. And no one would have listened to Rose if Poe and Finn ran off. Yeah, that's very true. Finn and Rose were the perfect ones to just kind of go away undetected. Yeah, true. So, for that, that's why I liked their story. I didn't like it. I did, that's the only thing I liked about it, is that it, their plan just failed. Um, Admiral Holdo, okay. I really liked. I thought she was a bitch at first. I'm just like, bitch. Yeah. Like, when she threw in, in Poe's face at uh, General Leia's last <laughs> action was to demote him, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I would agree. I thought she was a very good character. I, I especially liked when uh, her and uh, General Lair parting ways and like they start to say me the force at the same time and she's like, you know what, you, you say it. I've said it enough times. Yeah, that was a, a tender moment. Yeah. Um, I think we can start getting to the acts now. So maybe we just get into like the big things that happened. Okay, okay we got to talk about one more character, Luke Skywalker. Oh, gosh damn it, I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, Luke. Luke didn't feel like Luke. No, not at all. And even Mark Hamill came out and said that. Yeah. But I think everyone's, like, throwing that out there. They're like, this didn't feel like Luke, but it it didn't. Yeah. Luke is more, he sees the good in everyone. Yeah. I would have personally preferred to see more darkness from Kylo as a kid. Me too. Not just Luke sensing it. Yeah. Like I would. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Right. And then him being like, "Okay, I either need to like, I need to get the good out of him, or him just accepting the like that would have been more like how Luke is now. Like yeah. would explain better than him just being him. Yeah. Him just being like, I sensed a darkness. It's like, no, I sensed a good in him, and I don't know if I can get this out. Yeah. And so I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that would have made more sense to me than him just kind of running away from the problems. I would agree. But, I mean, like, what redeems the character is Mark Hamill's performance. Yeah, Mark um, Hamill's amazing. And especially that scene where, uh, it's, I can't remember what room it is, but Luke's just talking to Ray, and he's like, you know, uh, hot. Uh, when Leia came and approached me about training her son to in the Jedi ways, uh, you know Han was Han about it, but you know Leia trusted me with her son, and you know I, I just had to be Luke Skywalker, the Master Jedi, and just the way he says, just like how I just had to be this, I just had to be this Master Jedi, and it just had to go this way. It's just very powerful, in my opinion. <sighs> That's where I struggled. I don't... Luke wasn't a legend. I mean, he was 
confident in his Jedi abilities, yeah. which maybe contributed to him being like, I can train these kids. Um, I like how Han was the one that was kind of like, uh, no. Yeah. Like, how, or it implies that he was the one saying, like, I don't, like, no. But Leia was kind of the one that's like, come on, let him, let him go. And so maybe that's why, I mean, who knows, maybe that's why Kylo Ren was so against Han, just kind of like, you didn't want me to have this power kind of deal. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. But Luke didn't feel like Luke. And I have a bunch of fixes for that. Like, they were, they are easy fixes to fix how Luke could have been more Luke. Um, are that, is that all the characters then? Uh, yeah, the, mo- the important ones, yeah. Okay. So I think like we can just jump from amazing. big event to big event. Okay. Yeah. So the first big event was Poe at the beginning yes. um, attacking that ship. And during that we get the first joke that you realize okay they're really shooting for kind of forced comedy here. Um, and that's when Poe pretends that he can't hear what General Hex, Hex Hux is saying. That didn't feel out of place to me. That felt like a very Poe thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It it was funny. It just caught me off guard. Yeah, it... Yeah, yeah. Mixed feelings about it. it. It... He had the joke at the beginning, too, or of, like, Force Awakens, where he's like, okay, do I talk or you talk? Okay, like, yeah, that's work? true. Like, it's just kind of his thing. He's, he but gets I, put I in a stressful like situation. this joke dragged on a little bit. It felt like it needed to, strictly for BB-8 to put all that power into the engines. Okay, that's fair. So it makes sense, but I think Hux would have wouldn't have fallen for that. I don't think he would have cared. I don't think he would have been like, "Oh, he can't hear me." Oh, okay. Well, make sure he can hear me. I think he would have been like, "Just blast him out of the sky." (laughs) Yeah. Um. But he blows up all that shit. Um, like all the, the top guns. And then the bombing fleet comes in. Super poorly executed plan. Yeah. Like poor. extremely <laughs> poorly. Yeah. Like they were just going to drop all their bombs. What was the plan after? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you ca- like after you drop the bombs, you're not going to turn around and light speed away. Is is bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Like that was a stupid plan, and Leo was right. It's just you know, like let's leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, then that would have made a little more sense with the. Uh, I think it would have taken a bigger hit on everyone if that's how they were trying to escape with like their entire fleet, and then them just getting destroyed throughout. Like, just slowly watching their fleet and rebellion just die out. I would agree. That would have been a lot, a lot better. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'll cuss this out. So, cutting to the end of that battle, uh, you see Rose's sister sacrifice herself to destroy that giant ass ship. Yeah, I forget what it was called. Yeah, I forget too. Um, then you get General Hux talking to Snoke and getting completely bullied. Yeah. That, I liked how he tried to make it private. He's like, I know I'm going to get freaking whooped. Yeah. And it's it's not going to work out. This is not going to be in my favor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave. I would think it would have been funnier to watch him try to run away. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a little funnier. <laughs> but it was what it was. Um, what else happened after that? They, um... Yes, I know. It's a spoiler alert. I'm trying to remember. Uh, well, after that oh, was they. I saw it twice. So they went light speed. They come out of light speed, and then the first order is like right behind them. Yeah. Yep. So that was the the next thing, and then they realized, oh shit, we're screwed. Yeah. And then Poe went to kind of go. Uh, or he went to go fight, but that bay got blown up by uh, TIE fighters. Yep. And then after that, the next big thing was Kylo Ren and the other dudes come are flying by and blowing up the hull. And that sucked Admiral, Admiral Akbar and... Yeah, that really... I was like, as bad as the, uh, oh my goodness. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, um, guess okay. they're dead now. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even get, like, any, no, like, oh, just... no. Yeah. Akbar deserved a lot better. He should have just gone, it's a trap, and then got blown up. Okay, yeah, that would have made it worth it. Yeah, right? Um, that would be great. That would have. Um. So, yeah, they got blown up. Leia does some weird force power that sucks her back into the ship. Um, I personally thought she was going to die. Me too, but I feel if she died that way, it would have pissed off a lot of Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, what did we get after that? So, oh, then uh, Finn tries running away. Yep. Finn wakes up and... Uh, tries to run away. Rose catches him, and then she starts like fangirling out, yeah. being like, "Oh my gosh, I'm meeting the Finn!" And then she realizes he's running away and zaps the shit out of him. He's like, "What did you shock him with? I can't feel my tongue." Teeth. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, dude. I was just like, Ew. "Like, yeah, I bet that felt great." Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, then they meet up with Poe, realize that they're being tracked through light speed. Um, they devise a plan. Yeah. They go to, what's the place? Um, Canto Bite. Yeah, Canto Bite, where they run into DJ or Gilman. I can't even say Guillermo it. del Toro. Thank you. Um, which. Was kind of this whole thing was, was bullshit. Yeah. It could have been Finn alone. I would agree. I mean, he was still kind of a funny character. Like, I love the explanation, like, we got caught. I 
<laughs> I made a deal. Yeah. It's in business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, which makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sketchy dude doing sketchy shit. Yeah. Like, when he like, said that, I'm like, I'm not surprised that he did that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when did he have time to make that deal? We will never know. Yeah, I know, right? I was, <laughs> just kind of like, we've been with you the entire fetching time. But just like, we will never know if Captain Phasma would actually get her dude. Yeah. She got more, um, she got more time in the Lego game. Yeah. That's sad. Um, <laughs> gosh, dude. So there's a scene with uh, Captain Phasma capturing Rose and Finn and wanting to execute them slowly. Um, Which those execute, like those executioner uh, guns, those were awesome. They were so, pretty like, badass. Springs out. That was bad. Yeah, that was badass. Um, but right before they get executed. Um, they show, oh, is that the next thing? Oh, no, we'll do the whole Ray thing in order later, but this is the whole story with, uh, like, Poe and Finn. Um, so this, after they get captured, um, the, the rebellion starts getting, starts escaping on these small tran transport ships. Yep. Um, that were that Poe realized were getting refueled, and he realized that they were running away, or that Admiral Holdo, Holdo, yeah, Holdo. yes, um, was running away from them to escape to a nearby planet, and he was not cool with that. Why I don't know, but oh no, now I remember it was uh because they weren't shielded or armed. Oh yeah, that's what. It was. And so he was just kind of banking on them not, or Admiral Holo, Holdo was kind of counting on the First Order not tracking for smaller ships, just the big one. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing that one was kind of out of its way. So maybe that's why, and then they scanned for that, and then they started shooting down. But So General Admiral Holdo, in a last-ditch effort turned the cargo ship around and made a jump for light speed aiming right at the First Order ship. Something we've never seen in the Star Wars movie nope. before, and it was badass. It was. That, that was probably one of the best moments in the movie. Yeah, I was just gonna like, oh shit! And I just love how people were... AMC actually had to put up a sign that said it is supposed to be silent during that moment. Because people were complaining like, where's the sound? And it's like, Okay. Yeah, like, uh, light speed, yeah. no sound. <laughs> it's like, movies can be silent, you know, just saying. Yeah. But that scene was awesome. But it also blew up where Finn and Rose were. Yep. And then, or Phasma just kind of disappeared and then comes walking, doing an epic walk back with a bunch of stormtroopers. Yeah, right? Where the hell did she go? Yeah, Wasn't she going to sit there and watch Finn get executed? Yeah. That pissed me off. But then I was we just get to see an awesome battle between them, which only lasts, like, what, like... A um, second? Yeah. And then... But you get to see that she's plasma... Or... Uh... Blaster-proof. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. When it bounced off her, I'm just like, oh, shit. It was especially awesome when, actually, like, a little bit of her helmet gets taken off and you actually just see her eye 
That was awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. I want Phasma to have a bigger role in the next one. Please. Will she? Probably not. What? Will she? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Dude, they made this actress because she's she's a very good actress. Dude, she's amazing. If I was her, I'd be getting pissed at Disney. But what the hell? Her name's like Gwendolyn. Yeah, it's Gwendolyn something. Yeah, she's from Game of Thrones, and I love her in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I've heard she's amazing. She kicks ass, and and in this she just gets the. Sh- sh- she should have a bet a bigger role than freaking Finn. Yeah, <laughs> I feel. I agree. Like she's just badass. Yeah. Like she should be. The way that I view her as a character, she shouldn't be walking in with stormtroopers. She yeah. should be walking in with next to Kylo Ren and General Hux. I agree. Those should be the evil trio, and then Finn, Ray, and Poe should be the good trio. And then it's how it like, is in like the Vanity Fair covers. Yeah. <laughs> and then it should be Hux versus Poe, Ray versus Kylo, and Finn versus Phasma. Yeah, bringing bringing that up, um, did I ever show you like what they did with the Steelbook for the Force Awakens? No. Okay, so on the front it's Kylo Ren, and then on the back it's Phasma. What I think they should have done, no, this is what I think they should have done to make it even better. Have it be like, how about like, because uh, you know how like they'll have like the cut off of faces. Yeah. So, the front have it be Kylo Ren and Rey, and then on the back have it be Finn and Phasma. Maybe not the cut off of the face, but at least like it shouldn't just be those two characters because Rey and Finn play a huge part in Force Awakens. So I feel yeah. that would have made a better steelbook if they did that. Yeah. But it's still a good steelbook. Sorry, getting off topic. Here. And for a janitor. Finn fights really well. I feel he should have gotten his ass whooped and then something come and save the day. From like he, he should have gotten trained his... as a stormtrooper. How is he should be able to fight that well? He's a janitor. And Phasma is Phasma. She's supposed to be like, I'm assuming, unless she's just kind of the only female trooper, which I doubt. Yeah, that's true. She should be the baddest ass stormtrooper. Like, hit every, hit at least one in every two targets. Yeah. <laughs> and be able to just destroy. Like, she should have wrecked Finn and then BB 8 come save the day. It would be awesome to see BB 8 come save the day. Which he did. That's true, he did. But it was after Finn just destroyed. Yeah. It's just kind of like, what? Are you shitting me? Just, just, I, I didn't care for it. Phasma is a really wasted character. She in is this series right now. And she is made out to be such a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you see her helmet everywhere. Yeah, in the Force stores. Awakens trailer like made her seem out to be a complete badass, and then you see the movie and you're like, and she was. Yeah, she was. She this- is. She's so badass, and then she just kind of gets pisses me off. Especially on the Force Awakens and Han Solo's like, do you have a garbage chute? Trash compactor? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that part was, was funny that as shit. Was funny. Especially where she kind of like turned a little bit and was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, then after that, they escape to the planet, and then they have a big scene, which we will get back to when we get done covering where Ray's been the entire time. Yeah. So, where are we at runtime, bro? I don't know. Don't know. A while. If your computer wants to work, that piece yeah. of shit, Asus. This is gonna be a, a long one. Yeah, what do we have? Like an hour 49? Oh, okay. So I'd say let's I think not we can go over two hours. Yeah, we can finish our stuff up in time. Yeah. So, you want to cover Ray's story? Um, yeah. So basically, when we uh, see Ray first, um, it's her handing Luke the lightsaber, and like we said, he just throws it over his shoulder, and she's like, uh, "Master Skywalker, uh, I've been with your sister. She needs you to come back and basically help us." And he's like, "No." You're wasting your time. So basically, like, she just, like, waits around on this island uh, until he finally says, okay, you get three tra training uh, steps. That's all That's all you get. And which they don't even go through the third one. They only do two. Do they? Yeah, they only do so two. So the first one was the... Wow. What were I'm, the other I'm ones? I'm trying to remember, but it's been pointed out that I, I swear it's been pointed out that, that he doesn't show the third one. Lame. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically she waits around. He finally says, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll train you. Um, but when she starts to be able to, like, basically, like, break uh, gravel, uh, he's just like, um, I saw this raw strength in Kylo Ren, and now that I see it in you and it's even worse, uh, no, I'm good. I ain't training you. Um, and so basically... Which is sad, Yeah, I feel, because Ray's just trying to find answers. She yeah. didn't want to be part of this. Oh, I agree. She, I mean, she kind of did. She wanted, like, she admired the pilots, because you remember in Force Awakens, she had the helmet yeah. of one of the rebel fighters, and yeah. she admired that. And you saw her little doll and everything. And yeah. So she kind of wanted to be a part of it. She just didn't know how big of a part of it she would be. Yeah. If at all. Yeah. Um, just trying to... Um, and then... What else happens? Uh, and then basically... She starts training... Well, okay, so she starts, like, just practicing with her bow staff, like, her moves. But then she sees the lightsaber. She starts doing... Practicing with that. And basically, she is able to uh, cut a uh, rock in half, and that, I guess, impresses Luke. Yeah, for whatever reason, yeah. I think anyone can swing a, f <laughs> a lightsaber around and cut shit. I I would. <laughs> I'd fail, though. I'd probably cut my ear off or one of my fingers within the first ten minutes. Yeah, I'd blast off my finger and be like, is this really hot? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it hot, or is it just gonna... Yeah, right. Um... And then basically, during all this, she finds out that she has a force connection with Kylo Ren, and he uh, he is telling her how like Luke told you the wrong story about me. That's not how it happened. Um, you know, what story? Oh yeah, sorry. There yeah, we go. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, so Luke tells Ray that um, uh, he. F okay, maybe maybe you're better at explaining the stories. Okay, so Luke's story that he told Ray was that he 
sensed a great darkness in Kylo Ren or in Ben and then he went to in the middle of the night to his place of residency okay <laughs> and, I don't know what to call it his little hut yeah I guess and and so Kyle Ren's like sees he said so Luke said that Kylo Ren woke up and crushed the building on top of him yeah then later Ray throws it out there being like you tried to kill him and then he's like oh he lied to you yeah and then shares that tried to kill me yeah and then shares the story that when he woke up in the middle of the night and Luke, Luke had his lightsaber yeah. and was ready to attack. Thankfully, his uh, old lightsaber was right in Kylo Ren's reach. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Oh, yeah, time. that's true. Yeah, yeah. And so he was able to force it to himself and then blocked his attack and then crushed the building on top of him. Yeah. Um, but then later, you find out that both of them were lying yeah. and that Luke... Luke shares the real story, and this is where I wanted, I had a fix for it, to make it feel a little more Luke. Because Luke says that he sensed a great darkness in Kylo Ren, and he says for a split second, he, he turns on his lightsaber and he says for a split second I thought that I could end it right now, that I could end all the suffering that Vader caused, or and get ahead of the game this time. And and he's like, and then I, when I, when, then when I decided not to, I saw the eyes of my nephew, who, the, or, saw the eyes of a, someone who's been betrayed. And, this, and then they, attack, and then he like. All that fun stuff. They lightsaber tap each other, and then. Uh, ben brings down the place and then burns everything. Yep. Um, so my fix for this was to keep the stories the same mm-hmm. and how or so keep Kylo Ren's the same where he wakes up and he has and Luke has the lightsaber on and attacks and then to keep Luke's the same where he was you like sensing the darkness inside of him. But the third one where it was the truth mm-hmm. I w- would have preferred he kept his lightsaber off yeah I would agree I would have rather him just be like looking at it considering like I I could end this I could end any chance of him hurting anyone killing my students all this stuff and then just kind of like looking and then looking to Kylo Ren and then him realizing or Kylo Ren thinking that he's going to kill him and then they both turn on their lightsabers and do their thing. Yeah. That would have felt more loot to me. I would agree. And, yeah, I shared that on uh, uh, Fortress of Nerditude. Oh, nice. Yeah. What did they think? They agreed. They thought it would have been more Luke-ish. Yeah. Um, which totally would have. Uh, should we just cut to like the kind of like the ending? Um, there's not really much to go off of after that. They yeah. just It's just more of Kylo Ren and Rey. Rey goes to see Kylo Ren 
um, in the Millennium Falcon, or they do like a drive-by, <laughs> oh, yeah. where they stop, Chewie shoots out Ray, and then he takes off again. And then uh, Kylo and Ray go to see Snoke. Snoke ba- basically like throwing Ray all over the place, which is like effed up. Um, and basically he's like uh, Ray is still trying to get Kylo to you know come with her but he's like uh, Snoke's like no he's completely committed to me you foolish child there's no way you can uh, turn him back uh, and just like as all as he's saying this Kylo Ren has is picking because Snoke is telling him to kill Ray, but as Kylo Ren's picking up his lightsaber to do it He's secretly behind his back using the force to move because Snoke had... Uh, Is he doing it behind his back? I thought he was doing it like at his side. Oh yeah, sorry, it was to his side. Uh, because Snoke had taken the blue lightsaber from Rey, or sorry, Luke Skywalker from Rey, and set it to the table by his side. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so Kylo was using the force to his side and was able to turn the lightsaber and turn it on, and basically it sliced Snoke in half. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, during this you get to find out that Kylo Ren knows who Rey's parents are, supposedly. Yeah. And he, it just revealed that she's no one. Which really pisses me off. Like, I don't know if I wanted her to be Obi-Wan's love child... Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't want her to be nothing. Yeah, Ryan Johnson has come out and said, like, oh, you know, Kylo could have been lying, or, you know, like, that's open for... It's like, oh, so you want J.J. Abrams to do exactly what you did to him. Yeah. (laughs) What, to make it this even? Yeah. You know, this isn't how this works. (laughs) No, because isn't a whole rule in show business, like, or in improv, always say yes? Yes. Yeah, so that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that is a bullshit lie. It's like, oh, he was lying. So, it's a cheap way. It, it, like anything could be. Ju- it's like if anything could be fixed that easy. Yeah. It's just kind of like Luke, I am your father. Oh, he was lying. That's true. Um. So basically, kind of like, because we're getting kind of long run time here. Um. So kind of like summing up the end, the rebels go to I forget the certain place. Uh, but the salt planet, yeah. Salt Hoth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the first order finds him, uh, finds them. Um, then Luke shows up, but it's it's not really Luke. Uh, yeah. Um, and Luke goes to confront Kylo Ren, and because uh, I'm assuming because of all the rage that Kylo Ren is filled with, he doesn't realize that it's really not Luke Skywalker, even though there are so many signs that it's really not really Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he, it's, his hair's darker. Yeah, it's a lot shorter. It's the blue lightsaber, which they, uh, going back to a sort of, uh, going back, uh, Ray and Kylo Ren destroyed by force, trying to both yeah. pull it towards them. They split in half. Um, so basically, yeah, he didn't realize that. And so basically, while Kylo Ren is fighting the fake Luke, this gives the rebels time to escape. Ray meets them, and Luke is just like, yeah, well, you know, now that, uh, the rebels are basically, you know, free. You know, like, uh, uh, the, uh, it? like freedom will live on. You know, uh, the rebellion will continue. Um, and I just love the line that he says at the end. He's like, "See you around, kid." And then he fades away. And then, dude, you know what would have been badass? Yeah. 
I know that this would have been like completely just out there, but I would have liked to see. I would have liked to see Luke there in person. Okay. And then have Kylo Ren really strike him down. I would have much preferred to have Luke really there. Yeah, but I feel that because I feel that might would have not made. I feel that would have pissed off a lot of people because it's like, well, wait. You already killed Han Solo. You're gonna make him kill Luke Skywalker too? Yeah, but he did. Yeah. Technically, he did. That's true. Unless it was just the overexertion of force that killed Luke. I think but that's what it was. This is what I would have preferred. I would have preferred to see Luke there in person, being a complete and utter badass, just blocking all of Kylo Ren's attacks, just like effortlessly, yeah, and then cool. him to pull an Obi Wan. And get stricken down by Kylo Ren, but have the like what happened to Obi Wan, just have the ropes fall to the ground. Okay, yeah, I would have preferred cool. to have that, and then or to have Kylo Ren run and then do that, mm-hmm. and then to turn around, see the robes, and then to like look up and see a ghost Luke, and then like have Luke disappear, and then just have like a line of, like, the rest of the Jedi. That'd be cool. So it would have been, like, Luke and then, like, Yoda, Obi-Wan, and then just, like, just a whole line of Jedi and that are all, like, appearing and then disappearing. Yeah. That would have been badass. That's true. I mean, I still liked the way they did. I I liked it. I liked it, too, but I, I, personally, I'm the kind of person that would just go overboard and be like, all the Jedi! (laughs) Um, So, I'd say let's give our final thoughts and give our grade for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Didn't we already give our grade on this? Uh, well, we gave our, like... like what, Oh, quick what, thoughts, but no grade. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, Last Jedi, really good. Had its problems, especially with Finn uh, and his whole story. So, I... I would have to give this movie a C plus close to a B minus. Is that really rough on it? No, because that's what I was going to give it. But C I, plus? I was going to stick with B minus, probably. I'll stick with the B minus, because I think it, it wasn't C yeah. plus. It wasn't... Like, I, I've seen the my movies that have a C plus. It doesn't... It's better than those ones. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a B minus. Yeah. I'd give the same a B minus. I I'm, I have a lot of problems with it, um, especially the pacing. Um, but I still think it's a pretty good Star Wars movie. It's decent. I still definitely prefer The Force Awakens over it because that's my favorite Star Wars movie. But it's definitely not the worst Star Wars movie ever made. That's true. But it's definitely probably the uh, the not movie the that's divided uh, the Star Wars fan base probably ever since. Episode one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen people this divided on a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So that wraps up both reviews. I know this has been a really, really long episode. We apologize. Yeah. Um, We'll get better at this. Hopefully. I think we shouldn't do two movies, especially ones as... Yeah. 
if it maybe if it's one that we don't have a very high opinion of, yeah. and then one that we do, because these ones we both had very high opinions. And of. I feel on like some movies, I don't think that we need to say like the whole story, like how we did with Coco, like go through like sometimes Act One, Act Two, Act Three. Maybe just point out like plot plot points that like really stuck out to us, like what we did with with the Last Jedi. Okay, like, I, what do you think? We'll do that from now on then. Okay, okay so. That concludes episode eight of. I thought this was nine. This is the ninth. This is confusing as shit. Yeah. It this is. is the ninth episode that we've this done. This is what I'm editing. No, ninth. <laughs> this is the ninth episode we've recorded. This is technically episode eight. Oh okay. Hey, which works out. Yeah. Last Jedi. What? <laughs> we didn't even plan that. Yeah, we actually did. <laughs> okay, so next week. We will be doing a Dreamcast again. Um, I'll be challenging Rose to see if he can guess who I would cast as what character. And then we will also be doing, just for fun, a story of the Fantastic Four. We'll be creating one together off of a quick basis that um, I'll come up with. So... You can look forward to that next week, and hopefully you're still stuck around for uh, these two, <laughs> these two hours. We do apologize. We'll we won't. We won't do two reviews yeah, at the same but... time again unless the other ones one's going to be short. Well, if we do, just like plan like only thirty minutes each. Yeah. yeah. I think we did plan that, but like we didn't have time ourselves. Yeah, we didn't next even time we got think about it because there was just so much to talk about with these movies. Yeah, so next time it's just going to be a quickie movie and then how about if we ever do two it's going to be <laughs> old so movie quickie. new movie. <laughs> Sorry. Gosh, you're such a child. <laughs> I know, I am okay. <laughs> so we will see you guys next week hopefully and if you guys want to listen to us talk again <laughs> after this. Um, so we will piss off a lot of Star Wars fans yeah hopefully not so you can look forward to that Um, I will let you guys know you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at the All Bros um, at the All Bros I changed the uh, changed the uh, handle to match so they're both at the All Bros you can check out our YouTube we will be attempting to post more and more to our YouTube channel or you can email us at channel at gmail.com let us know if you have any movie recommendations for us or have anything you want to want us to discuss or if you want to discuss we don't care <laughs> um, so look forward to that and be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes Google Play and Stitcher. Still don't know what Stitcher is. Yeah, I don't either. But, but you know, we're, we're on it. Yep. So you can look forward to that. And that is the end of our show. So that being said, this has been the All Bros channel. I am once again Caleb Albers. And I'm Jonathan Rose. Alright, see ya bras. Later. <laughs>